Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. My name is Jess Wood, and welcome to Get Wood. Why am I laughing? Why? Why would I start laughing with the show starting? Because I looked behind me, and it really looks like I'm in some sort of bunker or kidnapped. And if I need your help, I'll blink a few times. <laughs> Anyway, hey, welcome to Get Wood. Like I said, my name is Jess Wood. I'm uh, very excited to be here today. I'm very, whoa, you see how excited I am? I don't even have all my equipment that I usually have. Who knows what, if the timing is right? I'm in Arizona, and I know you're not supposed to tell people that you're gone when you're gone, but I don't think a lot of you know where I live. And those of you who do know where I live, stay out of there. I appreciate you coming through. It's been quite an active week for me. Not like a shooter, but really like actively uh, major, like a lot of major situations. Can you hear the birds, by the way? I'm outside. I'm actually in an alley. Um, I mean, I mean, I am in an area that's covered and people do live in the apartment behind me, but for if you hear a car go by, it's because I'm in an alley. Okay, I just kind of wanted to clear that up. That's right. An alley is there. So it me in my bunker, I am not kidnapped. If you've just joined us, hi, Alex. Uh, <laughs> please don't worry about me. I know it looks as if I've been kidnapped and taken to uh, some sort of strange bunker somewhere, but I promise you, I'm good. I've got my pal in the house. He was going to join me today, but it is, as he said to me, I'm not camera ready. So I was like, dude, am I? I have chlorine in my ass right now. Chlorine in my ass. And it feels good. It feels good. I mean, it's not in there right now, but I haven't, I haven't showered after the chlorine bath that I took yesterday when I got here. Listen, I needed to go in the pool so badly yesterday. Doesn't everybody need to go in the fucking pool? I think, oh, and that was a truck. There's a lot of construction around here. <laughs> you know, they're building Phoenix. They're building Phoenix bigger and better than ever, folks. They're building everywhere. Um, but let me just go back. I digress. Excuse me, friends. Let's talk, shall we? All right. I got here yesterday afternoon. My friend Sean picked me up at the airport. I know it's a riveting story, but I took a shuttle from Cottonwood. That's right, Cottonwood. Um, or are you partial to the chlorine smell sometimes? You know, there's something nostalgic about it, right? To have that chlorine smell, even the feel of like drying skin that's been in chlorine. It's a very, it's a, it's a really intense memory, you know, it's a really intense memory. And uh, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good. I don't know how you guys learn to swim, but I'm from a family. Well, family. I use that word loosely. I'm from a group of people <laughs> Hey, girl. Hey, Joe. Um, I'm from a group of people who uh, decided that it was probably best for their young girl child to be thrown into the pool. Um, have you had that? I, I, I feel like a lot of us, especially if you're a Gen Xer, they were like, get used to being alone and afraid and, and fighting for your life. And then they just throw you into the pool. And then 
what do you do from there? Well, I choked and I spat and I cried <laughs> and I never learned to swim. That's right. I think sometimes it can be, do you love the, the birds? I'm in, Arizona. I'm in Arizona. I know. It's a beautiful background. I mean, not so much the, the bunker, but the sounds. For those of you only on audio, ah, beautiful. Anyway, did you ever get thrown in the pool? Did you get thrown in the pool? Did you get given swimming lessons? I, my people, I don't know what they thought. Just throw her into the pool. Fuck it. Make her swim. Make her survive. Make her understand what it's going to be like for the rest of her life. <laughs> so I am wearing a delightful gown. Thank you so much for noticing. I purchased it in Jerome. And, um, Jerome, I've talked about Jerome before, and it's a very, very hard place for me to go. Jerome, Arizona, it's in the northern tip, just the tip. And it's a ghost town. It's an old miner's town. Actually, Cece has family. Cece in the chat right now had, had family who were miners who worked in Jerome. And that it just trips me the fuck out. So Jerome is this tiny, tiny little mining town, or was a mining town, now a ghost town, up in the northern tip of Arizona between Prescott and like Flagstaff, you know, those bigger guys. So anyway, when I was a little kid, I used to have to go there with Bryce and Carol. They would drive us, they would shove me and my stepbrother into this little orange VW bug, and we'd drive from uh, L.A. to Jerome. Like like nine hours or some shit. And this is in the olden days. You know, Gen Xers out there. This is in the olden days like where you have to try to read and not get car sick. Or you look out the window and you look for like out-of-state plates and you, hit, you punch your brother. Um, and we would go up there. And in the, in the 80s, uh, Jerome was uh, on the front cover of High Times magazine. You know, the weed magazine. And the cover just said whole town busted for pot and it was jerome it was the jerome postcard because it was the police chief and the mayor and everyone was in on the whole grow and the selling and all that stuff so they were like nah but that was what i remember the only thing that i really liked about jerome was that yeah they got on the cover of high times man because they're fucking busted however it was not fun for me especially as a teenager because uh, they kept trying to bring me out there, and I was like, fuck, I hate this. I hate it because you're trapped on the top of a mountain. It's the top of a mountain. There's nothing up there. I'm talking about nothing like there's no gas station. There's no grocery store. There's no, you can't get like a lift to get off the mountain. There's nada, 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 nada con Sara, okay? So there's fucking absolutely nothing, except <laughs> you won't get drunk because there's a few bars. And there's the bar called the Spirit Room. And then there's the bar that's the get sheet-faced at. Because they're really leaning into this whole fucking ghost town thing right now, okay? Jerome was known as a ghost town when I was a little kid. But now it's like ghost tours, ghost jail, ghost halls, ghost haunted this and haunted that. The last time I was there, I stayed over because I can't stay at the, you know, do you have family that you can't stay with because they creep you the fuck out? That's, I have that. So the spirit room, yes, Joe. <laughs> the spirit room, um, the Connor Hotel where there are major side. I mean, Joe's, you couldn't even come to this, uh, you couldn't even come to this mountain. It is 
active. When I tell you it is active with spirit, it is uh, beyond. And so, you know, and I, I have a friend that still lives there, or she left for like 25 years, but she's back now, and her name is Rainbow, because everyone in Jerome is a hippie kid or a hippie that moved there to get out of the real deal um, and came to Jerome and like took over all these old houses and built up all these old houses and raised their fit raised their kids there because I say that because look when I was a teen or even a preteen and they would drag my ass there from LA you know I was out on the side of the mountain hitchhiking down hitchhiking like I don't give a shit like get me out of here like you can't there's nothing but there's a few bars and there's a mining museum and there are jewelry stores that are local jewelers you know they put their their wares in there it's mostly all local wares which is great you know fine great fine but the local kids now when I was a kid and having to go there all these local kids were there and they were you know they were wanting they wanted to be punk rock yeah totally Jerome Arizona whole town busted for pot okay (laughs) that's the history there I mean there's miners but then they're growing weed and when I was little all the girls were like dating someone's dad you know, and already smoking cigarettes by like 13, addicted, just addicted and jaded, you know, the Jerome girls. But when I was a kid, I was punk rock. So I had like pink hair. <laughs> Why am I still a kid? Um, I had pink hair and I went up there and everybody's like, hey, I like your feathers. Are those feathers in your hair? And I said, no, it's fucking pink. It's dye. They have hair dye in like the real world, you fucking backwoods hicks. And then they were like, whatever, you think you're so... They'd never actually said I thought I was cool. They were actually very nice to me. (laughs) And apparently, I had sex with a man named Ian, a boy, when I was a girl. I had sex a lot, apparently, with a boy named Ian. And, uh, God, I wish I could remember. I'll tell you what. I wish I could remember. Oh, you got to do the dishes? Bitch, leave this on while you do the dishes. I love you too, bitch. Uh, I got to take a picture of this fucking art house room that I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning a room. I'm cleaning. <laughs> I have a part-time job in Albuquerque where I clean for uh, Airbnb. And there's the art house that I clean. And I swear to you, Joe, you cannot. Oh, she's gone already. Anyway, a bitch, this is haunted. This shit is haunted. Anyway, so Jerome, speaking of haunted, so haunted. So I have my friends there, a couple people that I still know, Rainbow being one of them, my sweetheart uh, girlfriend. And that what happens in Jerome still fucking happens. So there's the one main street, and then there's the stairs that everybody hangs out at. It's these, the local kids hang out at the stairs like anything. It's like their Circle K, you know? So the kids hang out at the stairs, and then they yell at the tourists. This is what they like to do for fun, is they like to yell at the tourists from the stairs and they had a drinking game going on where if they saw that was also a bird if they saw someone wearing matching outfits like couples wearing matching they were like matching outfits woo! and then they had a drink um and then a giant white pickup truck like really too wide to even be on this mountain with two huge american flags coming you know sprouting from it bonering from them uh that turned the corner onto main street and all the kids started screaming sorry about your dick sorry about your dick and then one girl got up and she was like america <laughs> beautiful like just torturing these tourists which i really i'm down with that 
you know, because I'm from a place or two places, New York and L.A., where people would come all the time just to show up there and crowd around and be like, ooh, this is cool. What's this? This is neat. What's this? So, of course, we all got so territorial and we're like, get the fuck out of here. And especially in like surfing, uh, you know, the surfing stuff, people, the surfers on Santa Monica and Venice, they will take your transmission out of your car and put it in the water if you decide to come there and be fucking Barney goofy. Did you just hear that? That was good. So I'm hearing, (laughs) is that a shirt? Okay. Thanks, Alex. I was thinking I'd name the, um, I was thinking I would uh, call this episode, sorry about your dick, because it's just such a, it's just so mm, just good. Thank you. So I felt really like I was back as a local and now I didn't, I don't hate it as much now because it is really beautiful. I mean, think about northern Arizona. It's gorgeous, and it's up on this mountain, and there's these views are spectacular, and the people are fine. The people that have lived there since the 80s are hilarious, and Rainbow was so wonderful to see. But, you know, at the same time, I do visit with the family people, and... ah. Uh, Okay, I had gone out last year, and I had visited them last year, and it was fine because I had driven, and I was staying in a hotel, and the hotel that I stayed at was haunted, the Jerome Grand Hotel. It's a haunted hotel. It's in Jerome. It's up on the top of the mountain, and it is the old mental institution that they, that was already very haunted, like very scary. And we used to go in there as kids, like, ha, 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 and like lock your friend in there or something, you know, what horrible children do to each other. And now they've made it into this like very fancy Jerome Grand. I think it was like 200 bucks for the night. Like what? I'm up on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. Are you fucking kidding me? But they totally leaned into it just like the ghost town stuff. Like they had their diner or, you know, their restaurant in the building, in the hotel was called the Asylum. Ooh, did you see how the light moved just now when I talked about crazy people and spirits? The Asylum. But I am in an alley, so let's not get too excited. Um, so I stayed at that hotel last year. But this year I stayed with Rainbow, and that was really nice. But I, I did have to see the folks. And you know what? I not have to. I made a plan with myself, and I said, you know what? You're just going to go. Just go, Jessica. Just go. Don't be scared. Don't be bringing old stuff with you to these people like I have so many old stories with them and not even that old stories of DNA debacle from just a few years ago you all remember that when I tried to DNA my fa my maybe daddy and he said uh you want a list of all the men your mother was fucking when we were together and I was like oh and then a couple months later I was like how about that list um it well they're not going to change, right? Our people, I mean, we can hope that they do. We can hope that they work a little bit on their stuff and where they come from. But most of the time, when we have older relatives, they're they're pretty much stuck, you know, in their way and they're doing what they do. And so what I've been practicing is just do what I can do to stay calm to stay present to stay 
loving, to stay understanding. Someone's coming into the alley. Stand by. Stand by. There's an alley. There's some stuff happening. You hear it? You hear the... I don't know where. I can hear it. Anyway, when you have past issues that you carry around with you from place to place, and then you decide to go to the source of those painful things, that's where I was at. I was sitting in the source of where those painful things and traumas had all come from. And what it felt like was when you sit with really hard feelings and you uh, just sit with them. Oh, start me up. Start me up. I'll never stop. Never stop. Never, ever, ever stop if you start me up. She's pulling out. That's what he said. Come on. (laughs) So stupid. Anyway. It was a really good practice for me to just sit in the uncomfortability that was the house, their vibes, the energy in the house. You know, it it was up to me to change the way I was reacting. It was up to me to change the way that I looked and carry the stuff from my past. And listen... I might sound like I, I'm all calm and everything. I am not. I got up this morning and I had full panic attack, crying, uh, couldn't catch my breath, felt like something was really, really the matter. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, you just went through a really, really heavy emotional place. So you know what? Give yourself a fucking break, kid. Allow yourself a little bit of emotion. And again, sitting through and with the harder shit and you come out the other side and it's just amazing it's really kind of amazing I mean I can't even tell you like abuse abandonment sexual bullshit and I saw them and I they were there and he even hugged me and like patted me a little on the bat on the booty it's your motherfucker it took everything I had not to shank them a couple of times but I didn't I didn't I breathed (laughs) And I said, yeah, these fools are fucking crazy. And you just accept. Like I had this acceptance. I was like, this is these fools. These are these crazy ass fools. And then I left. And then I left. And I got on a wonderful shuttle bus that took me into Sedona, which is totally the wrong way that I was going. But when you get in a shuttle bus and you get into, hey girl, hey, and you get into Sedona, I hadn't been to Sedona, oh my God, since I was a kid. And when I was a kid in Sedona, it was one road, one street. That was it. And it sold like sand, you know, like harmonic convergence, sand and rocks. And come meet the aliens on one of our red rocks, the day of the harmonic convergence. Like a whole situation with the red rocks and the, oh my God, this dog keeps coming in and out of the <laughs> Okay, you know what? If you can, um, if one, I'll say, if one can learn to be flexible and go with what's happening 
oh, so much easier. Easier for me to laugh at the fact that this dog keeps coming in and out of the thing. I'm in an alleyway, my friend's house. I mean, it's hilarious, right? Oh, when I got here yesterday, I put my stuff down in the extra room that I'm in. Very comfortable, very cute. And I put my stuff down, and the dog immediately shits, like, right by it. <laughs> I mean, he was finishing a shit. He had shit outside, and then he came inside and was like, who's this new broad? And then and then that was my introduction. And I just had to laugh because you have to. What are you going to do? Be like, oh, my God, I can't. You just go with whatever's going on, deal with it when it and, – and guess what? Good stories. I can And then I can tell you good stories. I can say, oh, yeah, it was funky, and it was hard, and even a dog shit – in the bedroom where I was at, but it was hilarious. Hey, E! Um, <laughs> glad you came in on this one. Oh, my goodness. But really, being up in Jerome, seeing the people, even my, my maybe daddy, he didn't, thank you, baby girl. No makeup, and I just came in from the pool and put on my little prairie gown. Uh, but really, I think the lesson for me, and I hope that I can uh, push put this out in a in a way that you understand that everybody understands and maybe can apply to their own lives if you have to ever go and see family that's uncomfortable or deal with past stuff that you haven't really dealt all the way with like I thought I dealt all the way with this stuff been in therapy for years I write about it I perform about it I thought I was pretty okay I thought oh, I'll just go by and see how hey what's up you guys what's going on and it's not that easy because the clarity that I have around it the memories that I have around it the stuff I'm not in denial a lot of times our elders are in denial about what happened to us as kids and that used to frustrate the shit out of me my God, I, I, I used to say, you know, my mom said to me even when I was a kid, she's like, Jesse, you know what, you have your memories and I'll have mine. And I thought to myself, are you fucking kidding me? Really? That's what we're going to do here? We're just going to completely deny like my story? And the same with these folks up on the mountain. Like, they didn't ask me. I realized, you know when you realize you come from narcissists? And I knew Ellen. I knew my mom was quite a narcissist. Very. She had a lot of garden variety of issues. Narcissism, sociopath. Yeah, the child molester. Yeah, there was like a lot of stuff going on. So, but she was tons of fun. We laughed a lot. <laughs> when we weren't crying or scared for our lives. Uh, so this, these people are the same. These people have so much baggage with me, so much stuff, you know, that comes up when I think about them, when I'm going to go there and I'm fucking, and I, I meditate and I breathe and I eat well and I, ah, and the cars go by and that's all we can really, really do, you know, that's all we can really, really do because those folks are never going to change. They're who they are for the rest of their lives. And who knows how long they're going to live for. So for me, open my fucking cold ass heart and go off and just get up there and warm my heart up a little bit with my friends and the things I love to do. Hello, you got you all lovely humans. And then you remember, 
it's not going to be like that forever. And they can't hurt me anymore. That was a big one. I looked at him and I was like, this fool is old. And then I thought, Mm, that means he can't run and get me anymore. You know what I mean? And you and it's hard because that little child inside of us is always a little freaked out, especially if we had a lot of trauma as kids. That little baby's like, but, but, but we can't go to the bad man's house. And you just go, the adult goes, you know what? You can't hurt us anymore. I got you. And I'm even going to buy you a gown. That's right. I purchased myself a gown after I had seen them because I thought <laughs> I was a little... <laughs> Not that you have to become a consumer, but it did make me feel good. What made me feel better? Going back into the, the friend zone, going all my friends, going into the shuttle bus and talking to these women who were fantastic, seeing Sedona rocks on accident. I didn't know I was going to be in Sedona. Like allowing each moment to be new, allowing each moment to be fresh, to be new, to be exciting, instead of holding all that stuff that came with the visit and came with the mountaintop, I didn't have to live in it the whole day or night. Of course, I did wake up this morning and feel a lot of the feelings that couldn't come out yesterday when I was there. And I, I think that's okay too. I really think so. Did you think this was now a self-help show? Because look, today's show is dedicated to mental health and dealing with family, okay? Because I don't know anyone that has an easy time of it. And if you do, God, I bless, goddess bless you and please help the other ones that don't have such an easy time. Give us, give us some uh, pointers, you know? So amazing and fantastic and wonderful friends. Rainbow, she saved my life. Thanks, E. I really, I would like to be a comedic Dr. Ruth who also helps with family and mental health stuff because remember Dr. Ruth? Yeah, this was one of the notes that I have. I only have about five more minutes on the show, but listen, Dr. Ruth Westheimer, if you don't know who she is now, I know my crew, you all know who she is, um, sex therapist from the 80s, German. She's like 4'11", and... Uh, she spoke about stuff really bluntly and in a very smart way. I mean, she was a, she was a, she was a teacher. She was teaching us about sex and sexual health and that everything is normal. Everything is normal and everyone is normal, no matter what kind of sex you're having or how much sex you're having. If you're not hurting anyone and you're not hurting yourself, you're doing fine. And she spoke like this very bluntly and she had her own show she was like one of the um she was one of the uh breakthrough uh, reality show tv show people like phil donahue and sally jesse Raphael, and um dr ruth she's how i know the word prophylactic oh good alex you see and you don't have any unwanted children right mr s because listen even Though she was in the peripheral of a lot of us growing up, she wasn't like, I didn't study her. I wasn't like, oh my God, Dr. Ruth is my hero, although she is. Um, you couldn't help, because she was in the zeitgeist of, the, of society, you couldn't help but hear clips and pieces and words and people were talking about her and you know, people were protesting her for sure. A lot of protesting against Dr. Ruth, which, you know, it it's... We still live in America. It's bullshit. I mean, I know the world has some problems with sex as well, but I think, um, oh, yeah, E, 
grandma and you listen to her, no spawning people or, you know, it's, it's, Dr. Ruth gave us the okay to be who we were sexually and to make choices that fit our wants and needs. She tried getting rid of shame. And these are all things that are so important. I feel like they're so much even more important right now. We don't have anybody like Dr. Ruth. I'm going to be your next Dr. Ruth. I don't care. I will tour until I'm in my 90s. I don't have to do stand-up the whole time, as you can tell. I can do a half an hour on heartfelt psychological issues of spirit and family. And the thing is, I try to give you, or I don't try, but I really do practice. There is no try. There is only do. I practice giving out and being as vulnerable as possible as I can about my stuff and where I come from and how hard it is a lot of the time and in hopes that there's a connection made with a few people, if not one, five, 1973. Uh, yeah, Wi-Fi is caca. It's part of the corporation situation. And when everybody's Wi-Fi goes down, when the grid goes down, I will be still telling stories, talking about sex, making people hopefully think, and maybe a little uncomfortable as well. I don't mind. I really don't. Prophylactic. I think I heard prophylactic the first time from Tribe Called Quest, right? Yeah. Funky Diabetic. Anyway, I uh, <laughs> I can't believe it's the end of the show. Did that, was that fast? Did that feel fast to you? I think people came and went, but I felt really fast to me. And that is always a good sign, right? I, I can't a lot of the times remember all the things that we spoke about, but I do have my bullet points and I do have my stories I want to tell. And I do have a, a giant hope in my heart that we will all be able to get through the rest of our day or maybe even the rest of our week in a little lighter way, feeling like things don't have to stick with us like this whole time. We don't have to carry so much around with us that we can let go of more things. We can live in the flow of stuff. There's a real flow of uh, energy that comes in when you allow it. Yeah, that's what he said. Never heard of Funky Diabetic. I think that was uh, Jerobi or Fife on Tribe Call Quest. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I do love you all so much for listening, for watching, for supporting me, for uh, living your truest and most authentic lives. I see all of you on here, and I know who you are, and I applaud you for doing what you're doing. You're brave, and you're fucking strong and you're breaking cycles ladies gentlemen them they's lovers humans witches warlocks you're breaking the fucking cycles and i'm so proud of you i cannot tell you how proud of you i am oh shauna did you did you did you just get here doll face um i'm i'm splitting i'm splitting out i'm going back to the pool are you kidding me you're right i did have my bathing suit on this whole time what motherfucker what you thought I didn't? 
teeth are looking very yellow. I don't have my uh, charcoal toothpaste. Pull the toothpaste. All right, listen. I gotta go. But here's the thing. I love you guys so much. I love you all the time. I love you long time. I love you short time. I love you for sharing the show. Listen, it's free. It's fabulous. You laughed. You cried. You felt things. You talked. We talked about prophylactics. We were sorry about his dick. Please share the show with your friends on your pages. It's for free. I love you. Tag me at Get Wood. Please, I beg of you. And also, if you're feeling frisky, you can always uh, find me and my cash app at Get Jess Wood or my Venmo at Get, uh, uh, what is it? Venmo Jess-Wood-10. I mean, there's so many ways. I want to thank you, Stephen, for your lovely donation this week. Uh, Thank you so much for your support and your love. Uh, Everyone else, please keep yourselves breathing. (laughs) Keep settling. Keep yourself settling down. You know what happens with me? Shit comes up and I go, oh, there's that shit again. And then I practice going, okay, well, let's not be mad at ourselves. Let's just get through this shit. You know, it's just another day. And look at a healthy talking, seeing, feeling, tasting, hearing. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And now the dog's back. I guess it's really time to go. I love you guys. (laughs) I love you so much. I will see you next Tuesday. I'll be home. Don't go robbing me. I love you so much. I'll I'll see you. uh, I'll talk to you later. And uh, oh, you can send me any stories that you want me to talk about or or things in the news or whatever. I couldn't talk about abortion again this weekend. Uh, But but if you can, please give to uh, Planned Parenthood to act uh, NARAL. Uh, go and march march it out if you can in your city. Uh, Call your state senator. Just fucking do something. Why the fuck are people up in our bodies? I mean, it's so dumb. Anyway, I love you guys so much, and I will see you next Tuesday. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) I have to go. I don't know why I'm feeling so loony. Pool, coffee, palm trees, jealous. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) 